Welcome to another exciting episode of the Gupul Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Derek. Derek? Oh, hello. <laughs> Sorry. How are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Not too bad. That's um, good. Had a long week. Oh, yeah. I drive an hour and a half each way every day for work on the specific site, and it's been a nightmare, so I'm going to beat everything. Sounds day. like something that you did on choice. I mean, on purpose. <laughs> on yes. On choice. On site. Uh, uh, so today we're here to talk about this. I think you called it this, uh, a sleeper hit mm. <laughs> the, from 2020 called The Empty Man. Um, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, like it really hasn't, it didn't get like much press at all. No. That I was aware of. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing until maybe like a month ago this year. Yep. Uh, and this dude like posted, he posted on his stories, like best movie of 2020. And I was like, you know me. <laughs> Possessor would like a word with you. And he's like, dude, have you seen this movie? I was like, no. He's like, it's fucking the best movie of 2020. And I was like, all right. That got me excited. That's <laughs> I was some like, strong opinion right there. And he said it was better than Possessor. And, you know, to each their own, of course, that's fine. Um, right. Yeah. I don't agree. I don't agree at all. But I think it was a pretty cool movie. Yeah, um, given how I'm a huge fan of Possessor. So uh, given how strongly opinionated you already know that I and you both are. Uh, I I can't agree with that either. There's no way this comes yeah. close to Possessor. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it's a hard film to beat, and I don't want to turn this into Possessor cast. So Possessor cast. It. Here we go. Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything else about that. Um, <laughs> so this movie's crazy because like I feel like the the opening of it alone is like its own movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it was actually it's like a short. It was funny. Yeah. I was like when we were watching it, uh, me and Sarah were watching it. I'm like for the yeah the first like probably 15 minutes, even though the whole introduction section is probably like what a half an hour or so. But like probably 15 minutes into it, I'm like, are we watching the right movie? Do we? Is this? I said it was the Empty Man, but I don't know if this is the right fucking movie. Right. <laughs> Based right. on what I read from the, you know, just the, uh, the description of it ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. But it so was awesome. Like, I think it was probably one of the best parts of the movie was the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I, I would agree uh, a lot. Um, what's also interesting about this movie? Uh, so I mean, it's directed by this guy. David Pryor, and he also wrote, you know, the screenplay for it. But it was actually mm. adapted from uh, a comic series by Cullen Bunn and the artist Vanessa Del Rey, whose work is phenomenal. Um, Cullen he Bunn, I'm familiar with because he worked on Harrow County, okay, which is like a horror anthology series. That's really really cool. Um, I kind of fell off the wagon in reading them, but I like got pretty deep into the series. Sure, um, it was awesome. There's a lot of really gnarly stuff that happens. He definitely has some kind of crazy ideas but like having said that i read the you know the collection the first i don't know if there's more than a first graphic novel i'm assuming there is and it's like an ongoing series okay but i read uh the first volume the other night and like it is vastly different really um yeah so basically this movie you know is about this girl amanda who disappears and it's weird. It's almost like two movies in one. I kind of feel like, like it's like you've got that sort of detective mystery thing going on, and he's, you know, uh, Which James, he... who is played by uh, James Badgedale. I think is his name actually, the actor, right? Yeah, Badgedale. yep. James played by James. Yeah. So who I know only from The Departed, which is hilarious because he's such a minor role in The Departed. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so he's like looking for this girl, Amanda, who's lost. And he like, you know, like there's this cult sort of thing. But then there's like this weird like monster movie element to it with like, you know, getting the empty man to come by. Yeah, which they literally like, yeah, they they kind of brought him into fruition by the end. (laughs) I mean, they tie it in. They do tie it into like thought manifestation because that is like the whole idea is that like if you think about him and like, you know, convince yourself that he's coming and that he's real, then it happens. Mm. But it just seems like a weird sort of extra element. Um, and so the comic is, is more talks about like how it's like a disease. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they say that multiple, a couple times and it actually, she references that. Um, so, but it, it doesn't really, I don't know that that really fits the narrative. Like on the, so I can read you to the, the back that just describes the series. Um, it says it's been one year since the first reported case of anti-man disease and no drug has been able to slow its progress. The cause is unknown and the symptoms include fits of rage, hideous hallucinations and suicidal dementia, followed by death or a near lifeless, empty state of catatonia. As cults rise nationwide, the FBI and CDC enter a joint investigation of the empty man racing against the clock to piece together clues to stop the cult and uncover a cure. Hmm. So like the whole the whole first like the graphic novel that I read the whole thing is like literally just like two detectives like going around to different crime scenes and finding like the empty man made me do it like on the wall and stuff. Well, I think that was in the like the in the, like the IMDb or whatever not IMDb but every time you, if you just Google it and look at you know what's it about the like, the three sentences they give on you or whatever like descri- you know based on what they describe that's exactly what they describe and then that's what was so interesting about the introduction of the movie because uh, it was so so different from any of that. Yeah right right yeah and and I thought. Um, it's interesting how the second time watching it hit me even harder. It was like how much Paul blends into the crew of people, you know, mm. like it's just, just, just regular folks out on their hike or whatever. And uh, <laughs> they go across that terrifying bridge. Yeah. No big deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. He has like those little off moments though, where he's like, did you hear that? And you're like, what the hell is this guy listening to? And you can hear it like the audibly. And it's like this weird whistling noise. You're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. And I, so uh, in it, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, and so I don't know if, how much we should jump around because I was going to ask you about Paul. I don't really know. Is Paul the older guy in the bed the entire time? Yeah, it is. It is. That's, what, that's kind of what I thought. Okay. Okay. So uh, one of the biggest mistakes I think in this movie was casting. I mean, I guess they're just photos cause he's not even in the movie, but like casting Amanda, Amanda's father and Nora's husband yep. to look like what Paul would look like. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like it's like a balding guy with like long hair and like a beard and it it just sounds like he just looks like the same as Paul. So you're like, wait, was Paul her dad? Like, I don't know. When we first watched it, that's what I was thinking. I was like, was Paul Amanda's dad? Like, I thought that's what they were going to tie in. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because like the relationship between uh, James and Amanda and Nora is like all very weird. Like it it doesn't make sense to me at all. The first watch. Yeah. It's Um, a little all over the place. I, I didn't. And I still have questions, you know, like even after watching it a second time, like, that's what I was going to ask you a different question also because it would be because involved with Paul, uh, like when he's going towards that sound or when he finds the sound initially, it, it's almost like he purposely wanted to go out here. Like I couldn't tell if it was on purpose that he like brought them oh, there to kill them all or, yeah. or like, you know, the empty man brought him, pulled him there or if they were just, somehow, they saw a mountain and they that's... were like, let's go fucking check this mountain out. Like, well, even though there's no, a that's, storm. That's a really, no, that's really a, a, a smart sort of uh, idea. It, I hadn't really thought of. I, to me, it was just like a group of friends that go, like hiking and climbing and stuff. And, yeah. You know, they just happen to end up in the wrong place at the wrong time. But it is possible that, you know, something kind of pulled them there. Cause I don't think like, like Paul doesn't really, I, to me, he doesn't seem like he's the leader of this group. 
um, I almost feel like the other guy is, and there are other things that like sort of allude to that. And in, in terms of like, so once he falls into that terrifying hole, which is like so scary, like he's <laughs> which, walking towards the sound and he just disappears because he fucking falls in that hole. Which was ridiculous, uh, by the way. Uh, that was one thing that kind of annoyed me, like from the first watch, and then even more so in the second watch was like, how does he fall down this whole hole? And then he's by the time he gets down there, like or uh, by the time, but uh, not Paul. Yeah, is it Paul? No, Paul's the guy who fell. Yeah, who fell down there. Um, uh, what the heck's his name? Greg. Greg, by the time he gets to him, he's like fine, just sitting there. And it all happens within a matter of like minutes. You know, maybe like not even, yeah. like, like he hooks up, jumps down, no problem, or whatever, scales the wall, <laughs> the hole, and then gets over to him. And he's, Paul's just like fine, sitting there chilling. I'm like, yeah, this guy's would legs would be broken for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it is, that is what it is. Uh, yeah, or be like bruised up or something, but he was just yeah. chilling. Uh, and yeah. So is Greg the other guy? Greg is the other guy, right? It is, yeah. yeah it's Greg and Paul. Um, Paul was the guy who fell down, and he's the one who basically, like... I, I didn't even notice it the first time, but that little idol that they have that they blow on, which it doesn't seem like it's, it's a, a flute. Bone. It is a bone. It's a hollowed bone. Yeah, I, to me, it looks like a bone. I, I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was some kind of relic thing like, that they had. So did he find that down there? I'm not... No, because I, I think they... I, uh, I think they blew it before they even went over there because oh, and i should i really just watched it earlier today I and i should know but it's that's a problem because the movie's so fucking long so. yeah <laughs> i don't, I can't I don't remember. think so dude i i think i i do want to say that he gets it from there okay uh, because the only scene where they show him blowing the bone as far as i remember is like when he's sitting in front of the bridge at like the end of that opening mm. um but like that that whole setup is so crazy too. Like so he's completely catatonic. Also like that creature statue thing, the <sighs> skeleton of a monster thing in there is like uh, that's another thing in, in the in the comic the monster is like very very uh front and center. Okay, like, so it's, it's not like giant, a skeleton like, idol type. No, it's like this giant I mean it's like this giant kind of like centipede monster thing. Okay. Um interesting. Like, which I could it. I could like loosely see the skeleton thing being like maybe the original incarnation of that creature, you know, and then it died there or something like that. Or that could just be an idol that somebody made. I don't know. That's what, The skeleton um, was super sick. I was like, but the way the like, hands were and stuff, it seems yeah. like it like, had flesh on it at some point. Like, it was a living creature, which is really cool. But that thing was terrifying, and you're like, oh, man, like, what? Like, who would get in here, right? Like, who would get into this hole in this cave? Like, and, <laughs> and put this here, and, like, how long has it been here? Like... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it definitely raises some questions. Like, it, it's ma- it made by somebody for for yeah. sure. Didn't just like, yeah. <laughs> it, but I I like I liked uh, the how they kept that dark like uh, not dark um that deep like om type. They see the Buddhist monks when they walk in, and then the the score is like this almost like really low key dark om kind of noise that's constantly playing. Yeah. And then when they go and and he just sees that skeleton idol down there, the same sounds trigger back in again. I think it fit really well with the whole scene. The yeah the uh so the score is phenomenal in this film which is something that we always have to talk about it's, know, well this seems to be a reoccurrence about that Upon yeah. all the movies we've yeah. been random, just randomly picked so far seem to kind of all have good scores and then are like yeah. uh, better than they are bad but like still kind of lackluster uh, yeah overall I think, I think of probably the movies that we've watched recently um, I did enjoy this one the most yep. Um, you know, because I'm like pretty hard on everything, and this one I really don't have too many negative things to say about it. It's definitely something that I like have a lot of questions about. Um, mm. but the score was done by 
Christopher Young in Lustmord. And I read somewhere that like Lustmord is like credited as like basically creating the dark ambient genre, which is really sick. So I definitely want to like dive into their collection of music. Sure. Um, you know, because they've been doing stuff, I think, since like the 90s or something. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, but it's just like a very sinister, like unsettling feeling. Like and it really, really amps the tension up, I think, like in this film. Uh, I, I could agree with that. Yeah. I, I was yeah. a big fan of it. But so they, so like he gets into that catatonic state and his buddy goes down to find him and he tells him that, what does he say? He can't, if he touches him, he'll die. Yeah, which actually was interesting. I, mi- I missed that the first time I watched it. Like I couldn't hear him, I guess it wasn't loud enough or maybe I had to turn it up at the time or whatever, but uh, I didn't get that the first time around. What would Paul have done if they didn't take him out of there? <laughs> if he listened to him, he said, fuck, we can't touch him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was interesting that you don't hear those two, the two uh, girls, um, Lucy and I don't know the other one's name. I don't even know if they said it. Uh, they probably did though, but they didn't say anything for so long. Like he's down there for a while, trying to get yeah. him out of that state, and they're not saying a thing. And then they're finally like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like if yeah, if they were down there, they would definitely be like, "Fuck this shit, we're taking him out of here." Yeah. But it's super gnarly. Like so they so like you also like I just want one little detail about that scene is those fucking bugs everywhere in there. Yeah, in the cave. Yeah, oh, bugs are always... I thought that was going to be like a bigger part of the movie, which is like stupid, but I think it's just because it made my skin crawl. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that's gnarly. Like these like maggoty worm creatures things <laughs> everywhere. Uh, always a good But so they addition. get him, they're like hauling him down this mountain, like in a catatonic <laughs> state uh, over his he... shoulders or whatever. Yeah, Paul, uh, Greg just somehow now can has like super strength and he can carry him across the entire mountain, across the bridge and back over to... That would be so terrible. But like, okay, so like... <laughs> yeah, it's not it's Not, not even thinking about that. Yeah, just the idea of that, like your friend is completely catatonic for no reason and then like they go back and they like check on him and I assume that... And again, I don't even know if the... There's too many like single name characters in the cast list for me to know for sure, but I think Greg is, is the friend. Um... But I think that yes. there's something that makes it sound like he's a doctor when he's like talking about him, and then like he sees his wrists, and you could see that he was like suicidal. Yep. Right. He has like Paul has like cuts on his wrists and stuff, and he's like, "How has he been?" And the girl gets like pissed that he asked, and uh, I think that kind of was tying back to me saying that like I didn't really feel like Paul was the leader of the group; he was just sort of along, you know. And I feel like Greg is like the stronger-headed person, like running this whole thing. Sure. Uh, <laughs> running this journey, but like you said, if it was something that like he was like called there, you know by the empty man then that's a whole different thing like you know he plotted the trip essentially yeah because again that's just more like questions you don't get answered i guess but yeah it could have been so what wh- one thing i love and again this is like when you first watch this you're like it's a such a different movie than like it starts out as but how they're like sleeping at night and i think like paul's girlfriend is the only one that's awake and she hears like foot like walking around and this like cabin that they've taken shelter in yeah and she goes and looks at greg and his girlfriend and they're both like passed out in their room yeah there's literally no possibility for any of them to have been walking around like that's that's crazy that, 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 that was that stuff's so scary <laughs> yeah they were they, I, yeah they, I, I think a lot of the scariest parts of the movie actually were in just the entire introduction sequence um because yeah. like then it go right right after that which was like i don't know yeah had me kind of like you know uneasy uh, then there's like the, you know, she, she kind of starts seeing, see, this is what's weird. Cause they tell you about how it's day one already without you even really knowing that there's like, Oh, the three different days. And so, and what happens in the three days or is supposed to happen anyway, you know, first you hear him and then you see him. <clears throat> um, so this is a whisper thing coming next. 
And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. There's all that inside that whole house. It's all very like kind of hallucination type feel. Like she's like she hears the for walking around when nobody was clearly walking around. Then they're like, you know, you hear that 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 nonstop. You know, no, but which, they, they, remember the shot opens up with like it's like middle of the night and they just it's like boom it opens and she's laying there sleeping and it's fucking Paul is whispering that in her ear. Yes, he's been catatonic the whole fucking time. Right, and then all of a sudden he's like rambling this fucking. Yeah, the the, the clicking. Uh, what nonsense. would you call that? Is uh, that is that 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 like uh, that that thing for ASMR audio? Yeah, yeah, it could be somebody's <laughs> ASMR. I it think definitely I think it's could be. I literally hate that sound. Well, that's what so that's much. what. Uh, yeah, I, I was saying like but, it happens all the time. Not like just in that sequence, but like there's like the, there's like the, that there were you know she hears the walking around, nothing's happening. She also there's like that part. There's the part where you know he's on top of her doing that in her ear out of nowhere. There's that part where she see you know thinks that uh, she goes to look outside because what they wake up or whatever and someone's missing. And she goes to look for him. So no, yeah. Well, they, so no, these all just happen two, inside the house, like all these are different. Yeah, I, parts. I think Greg and Greg and the the woman that he's with go for help, and she's supposed to stay there. Oh right, right, yeah, because they're already gone. Yep. Yeah, and then she sees that like, like Pull. death creature. To me, that it literally looks like what you would think the Grim Reaper would look like. Which right. Was kind of like it didn't really get me too excited. Yeah. It's definitely scary. I as soon as I saw this though, and I said it to Mary, I was like. If they did the mummy clown scene in the it, it would basically in it it would basically be like this. Like so in the book there's like a scene there's like a scene uh where there's like a, a mummy clown and I think he's going for Ben Hanscombe. And it's described oh, okay. basically like that, except it's like instead of that death creature, it would be like, you know, Pennywise at slash like a mummy, which I think that would be such a cool scene. And I thought of that right away because that, that does look really cool. Like the creature in the blizzard, you know, it's like, I, I is like that how, a regular person or like she's not sure, you know. And I like how you he, they kept him at a good distance too. like she can. Yeah, she can just make out enough and like she kind of takes a step and then he takes a step or it takes a step and then she takes a step back and then it kind of like mimics her movement almost. And then you kind of just hear, you're looking at her. Does you it hear that. rush her eventually? Oh, yeah, yeah. You hear the yeah, footsteps. Yeah, and then she runs inside, right? Yep. <clears throat> Only yeah, for it not to be anything. Our friends are pounding on the door. <laughs> yep. yep. Our friends are pounding on the door. She lets them in. They're like, what the hell? Like, And then I think what you were talking about is the next day they wake up and she's gone. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Right? So, um, and Paul. They're both gone. Because remember they go looking for them? I think... I don't, you know, if it wasn't like maybe a two and a half hour or movie. Or Paul is gone. Is it that Paul is gone and the three of them are going to look for Paul? Paul like, is the, the one is who's gone. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then they're they also there. Him. And then they discover him basically sitting in like a meditative state. Yeah, you're right, right, right. It happens exactly back to back like that. That's when yeah. he wakes He's Yeah, she wakes up, he's, or not wakes up, she's sleeping and he's whispering in her ear. Then they wake up, he's gone and he's out in the mountain or whatever, or out yeah. in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was all, that. all very trippy. All, I almost yeah. got like kind of Evil Dead cabin vibes, like even a though fever dream sort of idea. Yeah. But then they find him. And they're and like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, still they, spitting like, gibberish. Like he was faking it. Yeah, almost like he was faking it. Right? Like they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Oh and then, man, uh, do this part. Craig is... starts getting real insensitive and like flipping out about it. Yep. And then does he start doing the whispering to Greg? He, I think he was just he was just doing it over like just in general when they found him, and then he kind of just starts looking up at him, but he's still continuing it. And yeah. then, uh, <laughs> yeah, this whole uh, this whole part kind of knife I'm, in the sleeve. Oh, 
Yeah, it un it, it unfolded pretty quick. It was pretty brutal. Oh, it's gnarly, dude. It's really, and I I feel like watching it a second time, it definitely hit me harder because I I felt like. Seeing it twice, I kind of knew the characters a little bit more. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I kind of empathize with the situation a little bit more, and like recognize them as people, and not just like a, you know characters in a film. And sure, you know when she when she drops that knife out of her sleeve and just stabs the shit out of that guy so many times. Right? Yeah, and then she throws him off the cliff. Yeah, and then uh, turns around, and slices at the the other girl's throat, Lucy, who literally has a second to be like, "What did you just do?" And then falls off. Like that's so crazy. <laughs> Dude, it's, then, it's gnarly and then she jumps off which i originally the first time i think when i watched it or maybe with it was it was still during the first viewing but i thought about it later on in the viewing it was uh like i thought maybe she was just part of like whatever it was and was like doing it on purpose like committing suicide by jumping off like a sacrifice type thing and then i but i think the second time i watched it, i think that he was making them all do that like they were like he like the you know the the empty man coming through him as a con you know as a conduit was like yeah, making them all yeah, do that. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and I think that's why she made the decision to leave with a kitchen knife. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? She, yep. It was premeditated for sure. Mm. So it could have started the it's, night before. And then she led them to him. You know what I mean? And yes, yeah. And it off. Oh, it's, oh, dude, I'm, and I'm, I, said, I said Lucy and it's Ruthie is what it was. I keep saying the wrong name. Oh, Ruthie. 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 Yeah. Ruthie's the girl uh, who actually stabs them all. Uh yeah, that that interesting was hard. Went went and pretty hard. And that's the end of the film. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like its own little film, you know. Pretty I mean? right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Which it, I thought was really interesting because I I thought like I don't know. And then you, you we come up with this new guy in a new location, which kind of plays into the whole you know later on in the movie once he, once Amanda's kind of uh like explaining everything to him but hand over hand, uh. You know, he kind of that kind of plays into it. He starts and he just kind of starts out running, and he and it's almost like he doesn't. You hear like a voice, like he doesn't know. It almost sounds like it's supposed to be him talking about how he doesn't know where he is. It's kind of like, yeah. what do you where where'd you come from, or where are you running to, or you know, what are you doing? I forget what the whispers are, but yeah, what is the town that he that we move to when they introduce James? Mm, I'm I don't, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, it's, this, it's what you would call a small little sleepy town. <laughs> Cause like, I remember in that part too, um, like the first time around it sounds like, cause like basically he's meets Amanda on that bench, like right away. Or like for with- Yeah. Well, so they, I think they show like a little bit of his life though. Like he's like running and then he works at like a, I think like a self-defense store or something. And the woman wants to buy like pepper spray or something. And like, yeah, it's just like these mundane sort of introduction to this character who I thought, you know, when he's running, I'm like, Oh, so Paul's back in the big city <laughs> and nope, there's no Paul in sight. It's a whole new movie. You know what I mean? So you've got James and you see his life and then. Right. Yeah. Who is this random character with a random life that we don't even. It comes see, out of nowhere. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell's going but on? I, but I did know that was the guy I noticed from just like, like I said before, the only thing I did, I didn't want to know too much about the movie before I watched it. So I just read the three like little sentences that kind of describe the plot. And yeah. I saw the picture of his face. So I was expecting him to the whole 30 minutes of the intro or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And so now yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's why you were like, what is this movie that I accidentally picked? Yeah, yeah. And then when you get to this yeah. part, I'm like, okay, well, here, here's the guy now, which is you know, seemingly unrelated to anything that just happened, but all right. Yeah. Just working in this little shop. Oh, I want the pepper spray. This is the wrong pepper spray. You want this one. <laughs> yeah. So so then he's having that talk with Amanda, and she's 
kind of like off her rocker. Well, that's uh, yeah. So the first time I watched that, it sounded like she was kind of helping him cope with the accident because like right, you know, directly after that, they start kind of doing the flashing or it might even be a little bit before that. I'm not sure where they, he has the kind of like uh, those snappy dream sequences of him in that accident with his wife in the car. Yep. The, he wasn't there. It was the wife. It was the wife and the son. Right. It's just him like the, or it's just, yeah. So they're just kind of showing it to you. It's not even really him or maybe it's, it's supposed to be him dreaming it, I think. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think there are like dream sequences. Yeah. And so the, the first time I was watching that, um, in like this, actually, I mean, I'm sorry, the second time I watched it, it almost felt like Amanda was kind of like poking fun at him since the beginning, the way that she talks to him, like, cause she, she explains that they, you know, it towards the end, how like they created oh, him. for sure. Yeah. And so like sure. it, initially you think he's, she's like asking him these questions that seem like she's helping him cope, but now it just seems like, oh, she's almost trying to like tempt him or tease him a little bit. Like, you know, yeah, for but, sure. And like he keeps hearing like where you know where you where, where were you and you you see like the uh, the nightmare and he hears it and then he takes these meds and it's it's like it all seems like it's around this accident like he's just having yeah. like flat you know flashback and I think it's that. been a year right I yeah mean, I think they established that it's been a year since the accident um, yeah of which his wife and son die yeah um, and then I know they. <sighs> I don't know what happens like after that. I know that like he gets a phone call from Nora basically saying that her daughter Amanda is missing mm. and he goes over there and there's like a little bit of awkward tension and they're like looking around her room and I think the police are there. And that was weird too. Like when, so Nora goes into her room, I like didn't know what was going on. Like you saw her kind of panic and I'm like, wow, if her daughter's like dead in the room, she's not really that upset about it. And then you see the blood on the mirror that says the anti man made me do. And you're like, Oh, is she like dead? She's <laughs> yeah. gone. Then you find out she's gone, and I'm like, this is such a weird like unraveling of what happened here. Like yep. just the way that they filmed it, and I don't know if that was intentional to make you think like, oh, she's dead. Like it almost like, seemed not, weird too. You know I mean? Like, like when once the police showed, the FBI showed up, and then like the, the woman's taking like the blood sample off it, and then that's like the only lady there, as if like, it wouldn't be an entire team like roping their their entire room off and like doing DNA samples all across the room and stuff. There's just like one lady, like yeah. I'll take but the does sample. that happen in real life though, or is that just like? Yeah, suicide? that's a that's a good question too. Yeah, I could yeah, just be like, I could be envisioning that from other stupid shit that is realistic. The second time around too, I got a vibe that potentially like everyone's in on it, including the police. Uh, you that's, and the reason you could I say be that is, is because when he goes to the police station, like we'll get there obviously after he goes to the police station after like seeing that cult and being chased out of there by them and like tells everybody and they're like basically like brush it off and everybody's looking at him in the police station. I noticed that too. Like, they, the they, more, yeah, like they all know that you know. The more he's he a part talks it, to the chief think. or whatever, they just kind of, they all just like, like dismiss it the entire time, like, you know, like as if it's yeah, it just crazy. Yeah, they which really is weird. were. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, so then he takes it upon himself to go on this, you know investigative journey to find Amanda and starts by talking to her school friends. Yes. And I, I <laughs> so that was, um, that was weird how he, uh, so back to the beginning real quick, I noticed that, uh, they, you know, they crossed that crazy bridge and I noticed this more towards the end of the movie that they kept bringing up bridges like a lot in the movie. Like they yeah, crossed that bridge. Okay. Then he, you find James. I think the next time you see it is when you see, uh, is it James? No, James actually doesn't do the investigating yet. I don't think it's when Amanda and her friends go to the bridge and they play the game. This is the second time I think you see it, or you know, the legend or whatever. She explains it to all her friends, and they find it's that a bottle. Bridge though. No, no, but just bridges. No, no, yeah, not the same. None of just them are bridges really the same. in general. You mean they just yeah, yeah, they yeah, have a lot you, throughout the movie. Bridge is very symbolic. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Because she and then she even says it too at some point because she's always trying to like basically hold his fucking hand through this like. 
She's like, oh, you're basically a bridge, you know, or a conduit or whatever you want to call it. I'll, yeah. I'll use every word yeah. I can think of to help you out here, bud. Because he's like, yeah, <laughs> that was like kind of his character. Like James is constantly just like, huh? Like, what's happening? Like, like, yeah. It felt yeah, like he was always true. just dumbfounded, which I guess yeah. if that shit was happening to you, I mean, you kind of would be. I, I, I don't know. I think he did. But he did, he was a great. Uh, his performance in this film is awesome. Like he like he's very believable, which I think is cool. Um See, I just I thought he was okay. I wasn't like okay. blown away by him. I was kind of like, because I think, like you said earlier, he had a small part in The Departed, and I almost felt like he was just kind of still like this average cop kind of guy. Like he was, but like, I guess he didn't do awful. But I don't know. I just wasn't really a hundred percent on him. I think I did yeah, pretty good. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, no, I like. So I don't know. I, so they go to. He goes to the school to talk to Devara, her friend, right? Yes. And she sits in the car, and I love how they tell the story through her telling the story. You know? I, I like like she starts telling it, and then they're all there, and you see what happens. I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, there was... At the bridge. That's when she... Yeah, goes, it's a, it's like a, she's backtracking in the, in the explanation. I, I, I For some reason, I, I remember that just being a scene that, like, that, that just happens where, like, Amanda's out with her friends, but it was actually her describing it, right? But that's the thing that's, like, weird, is, like, it, so... That's where it becomes this different thing. Like, okay, they're blowing on the bottle and they're all like afraid to do it. It's like the Bloody Mary thing, you know? People are afraid to do it and they all do it. And then, like, they hear the sound in the distance and he's like, the dude's like, what? Like, I love that. Because <laughs> it works. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that it was totally a cool works. scene. That was, that was cool. Yeah. It was shocking. But it's like, but it's like, does that, does that, like, is that part of the movie? Like, they, I feel like they just try to cover so much ground. Like, like the whole thing is about being able to manifest things with your mind, I guess, and concentration. Yeah, so it's it, is I, this monster thing supposed to be like proof of that being possible? And then if that's the case, how does that actually tie into like needing a conduit to do that? You know what I mean? Like needing something to spread this message. Sure, because they seem to be doing a good enough job on their own. Once they, I feel like once you get the basic concept from this, you know, catatonic person in the bed, like. How much more can you learn about nothing? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, like not not really related, but like I don't know. I was kind of to like not related to what you were saying, but I was kind of like the first time when I saw the bottles part of it. I'm like, this is so fucking cheesy. Like, okay, yeah, it's like we, we all blow into the bottle and this thing shows up. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, all right, I guess it's relative to the bone thing. You know, maybe that's just how like this legend spread over time. You know, you, if you ever hear like about some kind of legend or something or like a story or a creepy story, like it, like it's, it, it, I don't, I don't know how they ever found out about it. She just like knows. But it. like, why, how are it, those things tied together though? Right. Yeah. That's what it, it seems like they are tied together in just the sense that they're both, I don't know, cylindrical and you can blow through them. But like, I don't know. They don't explain anything about how. About how she no, knows about it or how... No, no, I don't even mean the object. I just mean the idea that, like, you make this creature come and then you could also... Yeah, she just know, knows Create about a it. person out of thought. You know, like, why are those two things in the same film? Why are they relevant? They don't tie together well, I don't think. Oh, I see. I gotcha. I'm not, I, don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think those are questions will get answered. <laughs> no, but there's does a lot that make of it sense be... that I'm confused about that? Because I just don't... It doesn't feel like they go hand in hand. It feels like two different plots. Well, I, it, I think it was kind of, uh, I guess it could be, I think it was kind of interesting that they had an actual, because I, I, the whole movie I felt like it was not going to ever be like a real physical manifested thing, but yeah. kind of towards the end it almost seemed like, I mean it was when it grabs a hold of him, unless I, I'm, you know he was just hallucinating more again or something, but it kind of grabbed a hold of him and like does that throw up shit in his mouth or whatever, when it's like a, and it, it, 
you've seen multiple instances of it, but uh, you know, I don't know which one's real at this point or not, or even if it is at all. Because then so my he... thoughts were that that thing was like the spirit of that like thing in the cave. Sure. Okay. You know, it was like the spectral being that once was like a flesh and bone creature, and then it once it's been it, so at long once since it was uh, since it existed that it like interesting it's just like a ghostly sort of supernatural being. Yeah, I guess we're yeah right because why else would there even be this skeleton kind of? crazy looking thing with like 25 fingers and shit like i guess i didn't even habits. put that together as that being i didn't even i didn't put that together at all being that i just thought but it was it's like also, a, yeah it's also tough because like so the guy that was catatonic right that creature thing is like supposedly speaking through it and kind of preaching to these people okay but yeah then, but then like once it's like a living person that's not catatonic does that mean it completely inhabits it as like a human and has all the qualities of a human and can, and if so, like, what's the point of that to spread its religion? Like, I just, I don't get it, dude. Yeah. Like, there's just so, it's such a wide, like massive story that like, it, it definitely just, took a lot of really parts answered. from other movies and kind of put them, you know, put them together and did, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of unanswered stuff because it's like, kind of, I, it's I a, feel like if they had made this without the, like, you know, empty man sequences with like the bridge and the bottles and like Ugh, God, I hate that all that so stuff. Much. It would be a little easier to sort of follow. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Like uh, I do like how <laughs> I do like how the like the effects are still happening to Devara though. Like and she's like done telling the story and like all those kids like look at her and she sees that like same figure like behind the crowd of people for yep. like a split second and uh like. I don't know. That's cool. And then they, the, he finds them all on the bridge. <laughs> that was the, one of the craziest scenes. Like, I don't know. That was a wicked succeed. The sound, yeah. it, it, it almost the sound made... of the boot tapping against the metal. You're like, what is that? And you're like, then they show you what the sound was. You're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was like, like a jump scare, it's like, too. It's such a crazy, massive, convoluted movie. But there are so many fucking cool things in it that I like wouldn't like. I'm not going to dock it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, no, I'm not they talk shit on it. I'm just like, I, it's just very confusing. Those are definitely the stronger points holding the movie together, at least for for this two and a two hour and twenty minute or two hour seventeen minutes. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love like, I, and I said this to you the other day. Uh, I love the vibe that I get that makes it sort of feel like The Ring a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, he, like James Vanjil is like Naomi Watts in The Ring, like kind of trying to unravel this mystery and driving around, and it has even some of the same look to it, like that sort of very green. Very yeah, green, blue, like filming, uh, and I think that's awesome. Uh, they did a lot of cool stuff with the filming in this movie, and then, then there was there's uh, well, it's later on in the film actually, but um, like that where the where the camera's coming down from like the Google Maps view, and then it kind of pans in and rotates towards yeah, the straight out of the ring, that straight out of the ring. <laughs> really shot well though. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I was like, oh, this it is looks beautiful. Awesome. It's a beautiful looking film. I love that about it um, for sure. Um, the I think. Go ahead. No, the. Uh, I, I I think I think it was you, you and I were talking about jump scares recently, and so or somebody I know was like, you know, just basically a, a friend of mine was basically telling me that like, no, no jump scares were good. Like, it doesn't like any jump scares at all. And I thought that that hanging, the kids all hanging from the fucking bridge, looking all like just grotesque, was actually a jump scare that was done really well because you, 
it's already i mean even if it didn't have a jump scare just that imagery itself is pretty horrific but like the bats kind of coming out of the bridge when you turn around in that loud uh like whatever sound it is that plays at the same time almost you know kind of creates that jump scare effect where like you know you hear the loud but a more artistic way but in a better yeah it was all put together very nicely right yeah it wasn't at all no i liked it yeah that is really cool because there's jump scares are like a big thing they're everywhere and they're predictable and they're usually not they're so overdone now it's just like okay great but like, yeah, I don't know. I remember. I thought it, I didn't know if it was you, but was somebody was talking about it recently. How no, and they were just saying like, no jump scares are good. And I'm like, I don't think no jump scares are good, dude. Jump scares can be done well. And then yeah. this fucking movie showed up. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like how he goes to the like Pontifex like Institute, like basically like a meeting. Oh and yeah, yep. Stephen Root is cast as like this like head speaker or whatever which like, he yeah, smashed phenomenal character dude oh he smashes it he's like such a character actor but he, he smashes it every fucking time dude he I, I thought he for such a short actor. yeah it was such a short role for him too in the movie like there, you know, he wasn't really in it very long and but for what he did do it was fucking awesome he did yeah, a great job he has that, that big talk guy. with him about how like basically like there's that saying about if you stare into the abyss the abyss stares back and he's like mm. he's like it's been said so much that he basically he basically says that it becomes like a meme you know like it's yeah like, yeah it, it's been said so much that it's like completely cheapened and doesn't even matter anymore and, and then he basically says the same thing about like you know your identity or your name as a person like you know is it <laughs> what is more you your name or just like the nonsense like it just doesn't matter sure. you know if is... they're trying to it seems like this this group is trying to erase like every construct that is like made by like human thought. <laughs> I'm like, how, right. how can you live in a world and do that? It doesn't make sense. Like that's such a massive leap. Well, wasn't there, there was a section two or maybe he was reading news articles or something like that about the cult. And I know like we siphoning through pages and, uh, or siphoning, <laughs> rifling through pages in, uh, in the cabins, like, you know, when he goes to where the cult is and stuff. But, uh, I, Which I remember seeing conveniently on the back it says Tulpa on that piece of paper. Because they were all Which killing like, each other too. Like like that guy, that like the guy in that fucking in that crazy movie where he's like that he watches Manifestation B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tape Manifestation B. Yeah, that whole part is like so fucking. Scary. Yeah, that's a little. These are all a little bit longer or down the line in this fucking. Yeah. But yeah, he. So no, we can go there. He, that's fine. I he, mean, like. He, well, you know what's weird is like uh, I I I noticed that James blows into that bottle during the daytime, but. She tells him that, you know, she's like, oh, so when she's describing the story in the car, like, you know, supposedly you have to blow into this bottle at dark at a bridge. And I was like, well, he's on the bridge, but he wasn't dark. So, like, why, you know, I, I, I guess finding, work? yeah, why would it work? But I guess it wasn't really working since he was like entirely made from the beginning just to be the conduit anyway. So it really wouldn't matter at all if maybe, he maybe bought it into it. Like in his mind, just to keep him believing. Yeah, like it definitely could have. In his programming or whatever. So, like, that's another thing that's like, I don't know. We'll get to that. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I do love that he finds this this paper. I think I think it's the paper that says Pontifex Institute on it, and he flips it over, and it says Tulpa. And you're like, what the hell's that? So he goes to this fucking, like, Oh, that's what he's searching. Yeah, yeah, okay, I gotcha, yeah. He goes I... to this abandoned Camp Crystal Lake, like, these two cabins, and he's, like, kind of cruising around in there, and, like, one of the doors is locked, so he doesn't go in. He goes in another door that's open, and then he like walks into this room with like equipment from like two thousand one, 
It's like oh my god, a VCR and like small TVs, and he finds the tape that says Manifestation B, and he puts it on, and that whole sequence is horrifying, dude. Like again, though, it's like The Ring. It's like this horrifying video that's well, you know, really right, disturbing yeah. footage, and the music is really powerful. And like from the second he turns the movie on to after he's you know gets away from the cult, that entire. The entire section was fucking like on edge. I don't know. That was yeah. really, really probably one of the scariest parts of the movie. If you could, I mean, what's not scary in the sense that I'm sitting there like, ah, you know, but like, no, I don't know, it's man. Just it's fucking pretty close creepy to that, shit. Though. Like that was definitely, those are the most exciting parts in the movie. I think like, the yeah. And that, and that whole sequence, uh, he turns to the right and he sees, it's also the symbol. so scary that it's, that's yeah. The symbol on the wall. Like I was just going to say how it happens in the same fucking room that he's like watching the tape in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're watching the tape in the place where this happened and there's still remnants from it. Like, you see like the, scary. yeah, the, it has like the bowls, like all dusty with cobwebs. Like nobody's touched yeah. the fucking bowls since there's like, no one's been in this cabin since like how long ago was this? So that's the stuff that I'm confused about too. It's almost like are is it is it sort of like different religious groups like you know interpret the Bible like people are interpreting this messaging differently and doing their own thing because like so hmm. that scene where he talks to Stephen Root isn't that the same time where he like sneaks into the like basement of that facility and he sees the like people are like having that talk and that it's right after yeah talk. after he's done so, talking like, he, to him, he, he walks basically away. goes into the basement of that building and that's what they're doing right isn't that how that happens yeah well i don't know there was a couple it was he goes into the basement but at that point at that time after so he leaves the meeting goes down there he's up on the top part like that's what i'm like, saying that's but then when later that happens, on right? yes yes that's exactly yeah, what so happens. he so he's up there and they hear the noise and they look and then the people are like hey get out of here <laughs> like and then he leaves and then he goes to that that campsite or whatever and so similarly on manifestation b it's like people in a group talking and like they're trying to make this thing come to life i guess and it's still not totally clear it's very it's very broad in my opinion like the the thing is um thought plus concentration plus time equals flesh yeah uh so they're basically so saying they created this out of nothing they're trying him. to conjure a being out of nothing yeah. based on just their thoughts which is like fucking wild like that's great <laughs> that's what I, like so many there's a really it's a really cool concept it's just like so i'm supposed to just believe that this being was created in the hallway or something or from another dimension and like stepped through into the room but it's like that makes sense but then like what is that other guy that's like See. using his guts to paint the wall <laughs> yeah that, that has nothing to do with what that is thing. that about? Just, that's a different know, guy right totally different ritual that was um that's just like a thing they do on fridays uh <laughs> that's no, what i mean like I, <laughs> I don't i don't know i i thought um but i think i i thought they were been basically that's basically how they created james like or how she explains that they created james that's what you're thought. led to believe in the end yeah right yeah that's a, yeah, which is like okay because and that's kind of how the beginning started he's just he's just running but doesn't know idea why he was even running or anything was happening you know how that all began until she's kind of yeah. like yeah we show you know she shows him all the we programmed you to be all this by like and she knows all you know telling him all the information about himself as he's remembering yeah. it but but uh, it, so know. it becomes night in yeah. that room and uh yeah while he's in there it's instantly like black outside yeah it got night quite pretty quick maybe it's a really long video um that's a good point bear there was like a bear in the background against the bunks when he first walks in yeah there's that betty bear by the end it's gone and he's like oh shit so then he goes out and he's like walking through the woods and he sees like all these people around this giant fire and there's like a floodlight oh do you mean parallel universe midsummer maypole dance i did yeah it definitely <laughs> gave me the the maypole vibe yeah um, it made it made me feel but that's not entirely new i mean no it, no summer didn't that just happens to be that. like the most recent movie i saw where they do that and yeah and yeah for sure um so like that all happens maple. and that's and that's pretty scary to come upon 
Dude, that was terrifying to come up on. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Because especially well, when they stop. it was fine. At first, it was like, okay, this is like definitely eerie. I could probably leave. And then they stop and all the lights turn off. And you're like, what the fuck? And dude, the way they're silhouetted by the moonlight. Yep. Marching yep. down is so fucking scary because like yeah, they you, shot it's it so perfectly. weird. It's like yeah, it's like so hard to make out. Like you just see these like lemming people like it's walking down like, the hill. And maybe I was just watching it too dark, but it's almost like I could only just see the bottom halves of like the cloaks with the feet. I couldn't really see the see, top. I saw of the their top. Heads. I just oh, saw the tops. Okay. Just their head. Yeah, just the heads. Like, Interesting. Just the heads, like silhouetted by yeah, just like rim lighting essentially, which is awesome. And then they all stop, and he makes a noise, and they all turn towards him, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then he starts backing up. See, and I think they, they were going start I, moving forward. Like that's crazy. When I first saw that, when he, it, I, when the first time I watched it, uh, I saw when he he steps on it. I thought the same thing. I thought like, did they just you know hear him step and then kind of all look at him or stop in that position? Yeah, I don't think but they were coming I, towards him until that happened. I think the second time I watched it, I, I was more under the impression that they were all going towards him because I feel like they're all in on this. Like they know that he's like the one. Like he's the one that they're trying to like make bring the, the fucking entity. Through they the could city. have been, but they shifted their path pretty pretty dramatically like i mean they were walking kind of you know uh parallel to where he was and yeah then they stop and turn and then they take one step and then they take another step and then he goes they do that same mimicking yeah. thing that he does to <laughs> yeah. the fucking girl no in the <laughs> i love that that's the funniest he shit steps yeah because no, step. it's exactly what you would think <laughs> oh yeah when he says yeah no yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no no, and he just starts running like that's exactly what you would do. He's sprinting, and then they're smashing uh, the shit out of him. But that's his the car. thing. Then they start running through the creek and stuff. Like so, it's like they weren't necessarily going towards him initially until they noticed him. I Some think, of that sweet crouching know. tiger, hidden dragon, river run. Yeah, was like all yeah, of them just easy. sprinting across. Yeah, no problem. I do it all the time. Easy mode. Easy mode. So yeah, he gets the car, leaves, and then he goes and tells the police that the same police that he talked. We don't to give that, a shit. Uh, Nora and Amanda's house, and they basically like blow them off. They're like, "Yeah, write a report." They like, do that a lot for pretty much everything, and you know, just in yeah. general. But that's, not even in that, this movie. That's I'm like just what saying. we said before, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Don't uh, go to them. <laughs> they, they just won't help you. Period. Pretty much, after, yeah. like ninety percent of the time. Um, uh, wait, 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 I want to back. So <laughs> I want to back up real quick, just for a second, because we skipped over, or we just missed. We maybe got caught talking about something else. But um, back when. Uh, what the heck is her name? Uh, Devara Walsh. Is that is Devara Walsh? No, no, it's no. It's Devara. No. I don't know what her last name is. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's Devara. You're right. It's Walsh. It's Walsh. Yeah, Devara. Walsh. Um, when she sees it, she's going to take like the the spa bath. That scene was fucking brutal as well. Oh, she, I forgot about that. I she, totally forgot about that. Yeah, because I, I, I almost did the same thing just there when you were talking earlier how there's so many names. I'm like, is Devara Walsh the girl I'm even trying to think about right now? And I'm like, no, it is. It is her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's gnarly, dude. Yeah, that was a really weird, like, you know, really nice spa. And then she's just chilling there. It gets all white and smoky. She sees the, you know, the empty man or whatever, which physically grabs her and picks her up and puts her against a wall and then stabs her in the eye a bunch of times. It was like, oh. But then it's not even like it. It's a, like, so I feel like this was weird. And this is kind of like a... Just kind of like a random sidebar. But, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, nudity of her walking into this room and stuff. And I'm like... Yeah, her ass is shown. This yeah, is, and I, this I is thought they were high school schools. Girl. I thought they were, too. Yeah. yeah I thought the same thing. Like, like that's but, what I said. I was like, why are they showing this? That's, like, weird to me. Like, They did know. say that's, Amanda was... I think Amanda's 18 or something, or 19, or But, like, that's it. so stupid, but still, also. It, yeah, it's just yeah, a cop like, that makes it worse, almost. It's like, oh, guys, it's okay, you know? Like, <laughs> right, that's, right. That was kind of dumb. But, I mean, whatever. It's a shot. Like, it's just... It was just weird, yeah. It was it was definitely weird, and I noticed it right away. I was like, "That's kind of odd." Uh, but yeah, I thought so the she, same thing. 
That's so, so funny. she what kills herself in there? Is that what well? That that's happens? what I don't understand. Like I guess I don't she's know because like it was like by the creature to kill herself. She's up in the air. You know, he picks her up and just kind of chokes her against the wall. Like she's not touching the ground. I don't think with her feet or the or the bench or whatever, from what I remember. And so then, yeah, she just then it kind of cuts to the side where it shows her still stabbing her own self with her hand, pretty much. And no, like, there are scissors. Or but, but yeah, she's she's choking oh, herself just, out yeah, with the yeah, neck, yeah, but yeah, she's yeah. stabbing herself with the scissors. Yeah. And and then yeah, that's it. I'm like okay. It was a brutal scene, which I liked it a lot, but for that yeah, aspect of it, but so that's it, weird it too, though, because you've got you've got that scene where she's doing all that herself, and then you've got the scene in the beginning where uh, Paul's girlfriend is doing all of that. Paul, so who is the most popular one now? Paul, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, but like, so he has you know possessed her to do this thing, but then. I, there's just so many avenues. <laughs> yeah, there's. It could so, go a couple different ways. Um, so she what opened up her mind to invite the empty man in and take over. I think fear opened up her mind because she was like not even having it when they were on the bridge. You know, talk. You know, when she trying to they're trying to get all the kids to do it uh, when Amanda is, and then and she's kind of like, no, I don't want to do it. And she's like, you got to, You know, basically you have to do it. Everyone else is doing it. And she's like, fine, fine. I don't look like a bitch. I'll do it. Like. And yeah. I, so I think she probably maybe just had a entirely out of fear because <laughs> that was. But I ass. guess, I guess, this is the only time where we're seeing somebody alone killing themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is interesting because like that's what I was. I guess that's kind of what I was saying when I was talking I gotcha. about Paul in the beginning because he like Paul convinced her. So was the empty man inhabiting, or he, Paul was the empty man, but was the creature inhabiting him? In his catatonic state, like I just don't get it, dude. It doesn't make sense. There's well, so if much you, going on. If Paul is the guy throughout the entire, you know, the old guy, through, it is the guy in the bed. 1, okay, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. I was gonna say Paul. if it is, then that's exactly what he was. He was just a conduit then. So I don't. Uh, but but I I guess yeah. Can it, it seems like it can kind of take possession. In maybe the process. it can reach. Maybe maybe now that it's in like a more civilized area, it can reach people mm. easier. You know what I mean? It can get to people, like. The signal, I guess, can get to people easier because he's in the middle of a populated area, whereas before he was like in the mountains in a sure hole in the ground. And no one's around. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm With literally talking, essentially comparing legs. it to like a Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. You know, he's in the middle of town, so he has a better Wi-Fi than he would in the mountains. Uh, <laughs> the best Wi-Fi. Right? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I just, I don't know. He's so yeah, he goes to the police station. They write him off. And I think when he goes, so when he's in the camp before though, and he's like looking through all the files and stuff, doesn't he find his name on a file and it's empty? Yes. The first time. Yep. Yeah. He finds it twice. And the first time he finds it, there's nothing in it. And he's just like, okay, you guys are playing. That's when he's in the, the cab, the first cabin that he's out of the two. Was that him? Place. That's Wait, his is he name. Manifestation B? Oh, I don't know. Dude, uh, it is. It is. Because remember she said that it was 500 years since the last between the last conduit and so like he it would be like the creature paul and then the manifested manifestation of flesh would be him because i thought she said that was the first time or she said they tried so maybe oh, that creature disemboweling itself and painting on the wall was like not quite right like they failed like they tried and they failed because she didn't say that <laughs> i was gonna say i was like oh they should have just done it the way that it, the way james did it because his his didn't involve Cutting your own organs out and smearing blood in the wall. At yeah, all. <laughs> but I thought that was a different guy. I thought there were two guys in that room, but maybe that's what it was. Maybe that was like they manifested him, and then he like still wasn't right in the head, so he just started painting the wall with his guts. Well, the videos were a little like kind of cloudy, and it did. I, I think one of the things too. The guy like filming, 
the guy filming one. those like zoomed in wicked hard and then it was just like chaos camera stuff everywhere like cloverfield camera and i'm like well why <laughs> why do you do that like because it's already like you can hide a lot in those sort of messy grainy old videos sure so you don't really have to do that crazy zoom in like oh like we want to save some money and save some you know surprise like and just move everything this just wasn't clear at all no and i no. feel like that could have been clearer because the shots that were clear were so scary like in that video yeah and he, so, and he finds, I guess that makes sense. I didn't think of him as being Manifestation B, but like, yeah, I knew, I mean, like, at the, I mean, he end, probably I knew he was, I thought he was, but at least he's manifested. Not. He's, de- it's yeah. definitely what he's, you know, she explains it to you pretty much, which is kind and of that, annoying towards the end of the movie. They like for a, a bunch of times over and over, she's just walking you hand by hand through the fucking, you know, the entire, but I don't get that either though, because it's like, well, what was real then? Nothing. There's everything is his entire past made up. Like he had no wife, had no kid. Uh, yes, yes. Because he calls Nora and she doesn't know who he is, so yep. Nora doesn't even exist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or, uh, or like he doesn't exist to her. I was under so the impression all that the it's moments all made where up. he's talking to her and stuff. What is all that? I, I well, I, I mean, it could just be because the uh, it could be just him, like you know, fighting like an internal battle, I guess, while this thing's trying kind of taking over because it kind of basically takes over him um, through its journey of using him as a conduit, I guess. <laughs> or you know, trying to use him as a conduit anyway. So what is he doing? He's... Like laying in a bed and thinking all this stuff is happening? No, I think it's kind of like um, almost like possessor in that you know, someone's kind of fighting to take over your own mind type deal. Like he's still living his own life, but a lot of you know, stuff that he's hallucinating and just not uh, isn't. It's just, but so isn't like happening. okay, that's fine. But like, where is he when he is actually at Nora's house and talking to Nora and the cops? Well, you would think that in the hour and seven, two hours and seventeen minutes, they'd be able to explain that. But uh, that's what don't. I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> Who knows? so that's what I'm saying, like, and that's what made it so hard. Yeah, for no, me I, to I, I got you. She, yeah, you don't she, know. When she gives him the whole speech about like how he was made, and they failed at first, and like now he's like the flesh, like walking, you know, reincarnation of this thing. It's like. I just where Which, did he go all this time? Where was I the rest of this movie while he was on his hunt? You know, his on his journey. He was playing good cop, good cop in the woods. I wonder if I could gain more from it every time I watch it, but like it's so long that I couldn't commit to it. It's so fucking long. I and agree. I wouldn't know what to 100%. cut, honestly. I, I wouldn't if I you know, it's just such a long idea for the concept that that yep. they're you know I'm on um, the exact same page as you in that department. I I think it was a little a little too long. Uh, and I don't know at all what I would take out of it or where they, where they would go to, sh- to shrink it. Yeah. I guess. But uh, and then there's like the whole sequence with him like remembering everything that happened, and he's like, you know, having that affair with Nora seeing... and stuff. Yeah. What did that happen before? They didn't show you that. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, what I'm saying is like, did they have a thing before that incident, or did it start then? Because I kind of got the feeling that it was ongoing, but maybe not. Yeah, because when he first that time. When they get in like those little, like there's a couple, I think there's maybe one or two different parts where him and Nora are like uncomfortably kind of talking, you know, almost like he's like, I, he seems kind of uncomfortable anyway. And she, she makes a comment about it too. Um, but then like later on in that scene, you know, he, they're like going at it in the hallway and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what, which one was the, the actual way he was acting because then like once later on, he's goes back to his house and there's nothing in the apartment. It's empty. So like, I don't, I don't know. It's a lot of uh, yeah, that's interesting. Strange too. things, <laughs> like, and where? So I kind of got the idea that they were, and maybe I just made this up. The idea that they were like neighbors or something. Like, mm. how do they know? Uh, Nora, and 
Amanda, like like James's family. Like, well, how do they know them? Because where were they driving? Like, they obviously weren't neighbors if they were leaving their house in a car driving away. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, right, that's uh, yeah, right. Yeah, that makes no sense. I don't know. That's a good. Point. It was at it was at his wake. The dad's like Nora's original husband. He's like holding her shoulder. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Do we just not need to know? Is it not important to the plot? I mean, it could not be important. I just, I don't know. You'd think you'd want to know, I guess. Yeah. It's just a very, very long and confusing movie. <laughs> I, I liked a lot of things about it, but I'm I'm not sure a lot of things have been answered either. I like when he, he runs over to her house, kind of like suspecting, like Nora's house, and he's like, after he saw the cultists, and he like, he's kind of like suspecting they're following him wherever. He's like just shutting the windows, and she's just like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? He's like, I can't, you know, he doesn't say anything, but he's like, I need to tell you what's going on. And then like the phone rings or whatever. <laughs> and he like picks uh, it up and it's go... just... <laughs> it's just that again. He hangs it up like, fuck this guy. Dude. Whoever's calling me, they know where we are already. I'm too late. You get yeah. your car. I'll get my car. We got to get out of here. Fuck taking That's... the same car. <laughs> that No, why would they though? Because if he had to drop her off, some... Mary said the same thing. He's like, they're two different cars. I'm like, well, wouldn't you think if he has to go somewhere, he would drop her off at this hotel. And then if she needs to get away... She I don't know. She Dude, still has I, her car. If it was me, if I was that guy, I'd be like, "You're sticking with. You're not leaving my side until we figure out what the fuck's going on here." At this point, because no, I don't. If, be if I'm being by myself, dude, this seems like a problem. Seems like they're they're definitely coming after yeah, me or something. You're talking strictly on fear. I'm trying to be like <laughs> yeah. practical, but I agree with that too. Like that's terrifying. Like, oh uh, yeah, I feel like, but at this point, fear would probably take over all practicality <laughs> yeah, in my fair. brain, that's and fair. I'd just be like, I, "I get that. <laughs> we need to stick together. We're stronger yeah. in numbers." They have way more numbers. It's true. <laughs> or you could be like, uh... yeah, oh, I also like that other kid, that weird kid, Keith. He kept, who's like the... he's like the Bizarro Steve from Stranger Things. Like yes, Dementor looking version. He's also kind of plays him a little bit, like he seems like he's just an average dude who's kind of like. Where's in Amanda? His I'm tired of fucking around with you, and he's like, she's at the bridge. I love that. Like, what bridge? There is no bridge. Haven't like, you been fucking haven't you been listening? listening? Yeah, haven't you been fucking? And he starts laughing. I'm like, that, that was, was intense great. though too. When he like kidnaps him because you're like, he's gonna fucking shoot this kid in the daylight. I right thought now. he was. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah, I mean, he punches scary. him a bunch. He definitely assaults yeah. the shit out of him. There's out a of lot of fear. there's a lot of really great tension in this movie, like in suspense, and I think that's what's like. That's why I think I like it more than I dislike it. Like I, I wouldn't say that I dislike it at all, and I would give it my typical rating of a movie is like three stars out of five. That's my like normal like this is decent rating. Sure, I could um, yeah it's hard I couldn't give I, I hate the five star rating because it's just like one well, just I, such I, a I, stickler like if you look at I my got, I, box, I, everything is like three stars yeah yeah I know I was saying that the song, I'm like I'm but like, then I'm, there are some that are like crazy high you know I'd probably or, give it like a six and a half I guess out of ten because I'm like always trying to go look just because I'm like, I'm like I kind of jumped around anywhere from like <laughs> anywhere from five and a half to seven okay. I don't know. On a, out of it, out of ten stars, because that's the rating now. Ten stars. Yeah, it would be ten. It would be no. ten. Ten points. But don't <laughs> you like understand? Stars. A three, a three out of five is essentially the same rating. Exactly. Right. Right. And it's so weird because, like, for some stars. reason, I, there are also I know. half stars. That's a thing. You could do yeah. quarter stars if you want. You... <laughs> three and a quarter stars. Two and one sixteenth of a star, please. For three me stars on and one man. point of a star. <laughs> One bottom left point of a star. That's what I end up doing. No, I like to get a little bit more specific, but I could just do the same thing with stars, I guess, right? Yeah. Why? But it is good, and I, and I would watch it. I'll definitely watch it again in my life, but probably not as frequently as other movies that I really enjoyed. 
um, just because it's so long to get through. And it's like, I know that I'll pull something away every time, which is something that I didn't feel with come true. Ah, um, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I'd come true. I, like I said, in the last podcast, it was like, I fucking watch it and watch it and watch it. And there's nothing else to get from it. Cause it's yeah, it was yeah. out there. Yep. But this movie, I feel like I'd pay attention to things more every time and hopefully get somewhere. <laughs> I felt, yeah, I felt the ending was just super lackluster too. Like just by the end of it, like, I don't know, maybe I, if in my time, it could be totally off. But like maybe the last half hour of the movie, like where he just, like, he's just going through all those scenes of the past and they kind of flashing back and forth. And he's just like, kind of like stumbling around, almost hallucinating, trying to check like, yeah. in the apartment and stuff. And then there's the family dying off the crash again, the bridge again. And then well, that's like their whole thing of like, this is everything that really happened. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, I gotcha. It's kind of like semi, semi, uh, whatever, summarizing it again. Yeah. I feel like they did that already. Oh, well, of, in like, the movie. of like the act. Well, no, but like she told him essentially. And then like, that's the first time they it. show you the entire story. Like she, sure. t- she tells him that he's like basically not real and created. And then he like thinks back on all these things and it's like they weren't real. Like this is all what happened, but it wasn't real. Right. I gotcha. It, maybe that's like their whole movie teases was... that scene of the car accident where they're like, where were you? And, you know, the kid chokes on the coin, which is like, that's fucking terrifying. Ugh. That's the Ugh. one time they show it, I think, too. Like, you see the mom going to the back seat. And you're like, what the hell is she doing? And then you see the kid fucking with the coin. And he's like, Kook! like, Ugh. that's fucking crazy. That's not coming out. Nope. That's a, that's a big rip for you, my boy. They put a rip sign in the front of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens this door, like they end. There's that hallway, that like, dark hallway. With the, and he opens the door, and the old man's in the bed, and, uh, and he shoots him like six times, I think. That's gnarly. Yeah, which he blows him the fuck away. As he's staring at him, his eyes are closed, and then the first it pans to his face real quick, and then goes back to hit the guy right before he pulls the trigger, and the guy's eyes are open, and they almost that- looks like James's eyes. <laughs> I kind of love that when he first goes to that hospital though, and he's like questioning that nurse. At yeah, the nurses station, and she's like kind of sketchy about it. But like, I think she doesn't actually know what's going on. I think that she's basically been like told that this guy's important, and that's D- it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Know? Yeah, like, I was gonna say. I feel like she does know in that sense. Yeah, she knows what's going on. Like he's the guy that needs to be there. But because because she she kind of. But so initially... okay. So you just said that. But do you mean like the whole town knows? Everybody's on this. I don't know Same about the page. whole town, but definitely, like, yeah, the people in that hospital, anyway. I don't know, but th- I guess that would be, that could extend to the whole town. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I know, if, I, I felt like she definitely knew for sure. Like, the more she kind of, like, she initially, when he approached her, was kind of, like, seemed like she had no idea. and was just kind of, like, being vague to keep him away from, you know, or maybe to keep him out of some rooms or whatever, because he's a random guy that showed up. But then, as she keeps talking to him, it almost seems like she's kind of, like, egging him on to go to, you know why don't you go look in there there's somebody in there right now yeah and like so i don't know i don't, yeah she could have if she if she's in on it then that would open up the door for the with the, the whole town or everybody are in his life in on it which they yeah. could be i guess it's like the truman show essentially yeah yeah i need to rewatch that movie too oh, oh, that was a good it, movie well i don't know if it holds up it's it was good. back then yeah i just I, watched eternal sunshine of the spotless mind not too long ago that movie's amazing mm, i so love like the movie a lot yeah it is but it's great. Did you didn't, um, not not to stray away? But you didn't see. Um, I'm thinking of ending things. Did you? No, I still haven't watched it. I watched them, and I keep telling you to watch it, and I don't you know did. why you won't crack that open. I, need, <laughs> I had to watch. It's literally this again. like ten episodes, dude. You oh, have to just it? fucking dive in. It's fucking incredible. No yeah, shit. It's, I haven't been this jazzed about like a horror TV series since like Channel Zero's No End House. 
Oh which no you shit! Haven't seen that either? No, I haven't seen. I've heard. I mean, I know. Why, I know hard about for you it. To just but watch stuff. Series just is. You're gonna watch I, a movie I watch a movie. Watch yeah, an episode. but that's the thing because because series are like basically. I, I I don't know. It depends. I think the last like horror series that I watched was what um what the fuck the haunting of hill house i think oh yeah the first Which, one was good the second one kind of honked i didn't watch the second one because yeah, i i think i got it. a little bit into it and was kind of like eh <laughs> yeah no the second one was wicked annoying honestly and i've never Personally. seen and i'll probably be hung from the rafters like on the bridge but i've never seen any of the american horror stories I just they oh, didn't. Trash. They did nothing for me. Yeah, I watched a little bit of one. I, I, and I was like, yeah, no. I mean, like, I think there's there's definitely an audience for it, but it's definitely not me. I've tried multiple seasons of that show, and I just think it's like gratuitous, like horny TV. That you know, it's <laughs> okay. just stupid. Like, I haven't no, seen yeah. a lot. Yeah, I've only seen. It's like not really said. creative, and it's very like I don't know. But how I can see it, it being that way. It's almost like it's like too mainstream, which is like such a stupid thing to say and very pretentious. But I, something about it is just like not good. It's like. I feel it's like if series, it were good, I would be so all over it. You know? It's trying to get it as wide of an audience you can get, I guess. I don't know, or maybe yeah. I mean everything was trying to do that with their with their shit. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but them, watch them. Yeah, I watched the trailer for it after you told me no, to. No, just watch and it. it, it just I know, no, show. but when I watched the trailer, like everything about it seemed right up my alley. You'll too. blast like, through it, dude. It's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. The score is incredible. The cast is outstanding, like absolutely outstanding. Um, it's shot absolutely beautifully like i can't say enough positive things about it like it's it's really really, really it's on great. what you said amazon prime amazon prime yeah hmm. okay yeah yeah well buddy. luckily for me my amazon prime just ran out a month ago so i'll have to buy it again <laughs> well, you can but that's just totally go fine. on that place oh it's top secret tip top secret yeah. yes <laughs> top secret.com slash <laughs> top secret uh, <laughs> this is manifestation C, which you yeah. can read it. <laughs> Maybe if you just think about it enough, you can will it into existence. Yeah, this was uh, what did uh, what did we get for ratings in this movie anyway? What did people give it? What did the general public give this movie? Because it was kind of went under the radar. The that's why. That's it? one thing I think that was like I know was like was I, I'll give props to the movie too. Was like it's so weird how it did, wasn't talked about it at all or even mentioned. Or oh, I don't what know. Is your I never heard thing? about it. Google Google but reviews. It, but it came out. I um I like the the Google like the the Google users reviews better than I okay, would. Okay, that's the, yours. That's your new segment for this show. Every time I want to hear those. What are the Google? <laughs> you've been you, well. You keep bringing it up, so what I think we need reviews? to make it a thing. Because I've well, never even thought of that, and now it's funny that you always say it. <laughs> a lot of people like to follow all kinds of other like you know whatever Rotten Tomatoes or whatever the big yeah. And so I like to just see the general people like to, or I, I, I don't even know if there are people. They're probably fucking bots for all I know. But sixty-five percent like this movie, which is around six point five, which is right around pretty much where I would probably land this. Although that's exactly what everyone seems to be landing it. IMDb give it six out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes give it fifty-nine percent. So it's yeah. a better than it. Okay, just but like I the last three. Do, do, yeah, it's better than it is worse. To do, uh, I wonder if that has to do with the fact that so few people seem to have seen it. Like, Probably. I, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is based on just the people that have seen it. Sure. Well, this on the top of IMDb, it says 6.0 6 out of 10. Beneath it, it says 7,961. Does that mean that many people have seen it and rated it? That's Yeah, right. Because so that's we don't not even that many, sounds, but I don't know how many people rated usually it on look there, at right. website. Who knows you know? how many people actually see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Unless but they're getting I, I, metadata from like all I the theaters. I heard nothing about it though. Nothing, you know? nothing at all. No, when you even said it to me, I'm like, I don't even. Wait, what, when yeah. did that come out? And it was like 2020. I'm like, what? 
Also, when you said it to me, I'm like, the empty man? I'm like, get the fuck out of here with this name, dude. I don't yeah, that name is bad. It's really bad killing name. it, dude. But it already existed before the film, so it makes sense that it, you know. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I don't think I knew that until after, too. I watched the movie, and then I realized. I think you told yeah, me, I actually. Think, I think the same thing happened, because I think I saw Cullen Bunn in the credits, and I was like, I know Cullen Bunn. Yeah. Um, I think that's I all I really Cullen have to Bunn. say about The Empty Man, anyway. Yeah, I mean, just like the ending was kind of, like I said, I thought it was lackluster, and this ending of this cast is pretty fucking empty, dude. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. like it's, there's not much I don't think we could... I mean, I, I got nothing else, I don't think. Yeah. What are you excited about coming up? Uh, I was excited, but I'm not anymore, because a buddy of mine who I, you know, uh, value his opinion on movies fairly well, uh, said it was bad when he saw it. It was really bad. Don't even waste your time. But it looked really good from the trailer in, is, um, Into the Earth. In the Earth? Or In the Earth. Yes, I'm sorry. Into the Earth. Who is it? In the Earth. Who told you? I, I'll tell you off air. I don't want people to know. Why? Because I don't want to speak for some person. But maybe just say what they thought. <laughs> but he that's just said it, they, they just said it was bad. Yeah, he said he's yeah. not worth seeing. Don't even go waste your time. And I was like, really? well, a lot of people went super crazy for Saint Maud, and I didn't think that was great. It was fine, but it really, was like, yeah, it wasn't insane. That's the one I needed to fucking watch. Also, we should yeah. maybe we'll do one on that. I've, yeah, In the Earth sounds great, though. I mean, it looks again, great. In the Earth is like hereditary, though. I, I've seen just like blinks of the trailer. I have not watched the full trailer, and I just see like little blinks of it everywhere, like or people, you know. Like Rue Morgue or something, or sure. Gloria posting about it on Instagram. Like, mm. dude, I don't read anything. It's just like I skim past it and I see in the earth, in the earth, in the earth, like everywhere. So I am interested in seeing that. I, I'm still gonna even even though I'm, I'm still gonna watch it. Like I just because I gotta know. I want to see if it's gonna yeah. be bad or good, or and if it is bad. And I'm, there's these uh these dudes that make is. some awesome uh, horror stuff called Toxic Coffin on Instagram. Oh and yes, I, that I talk to them a lot, shirt, dude. And <sighs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the frightening stuff's nuts. Both of those shirts are phenomenal. They just they were do, like, yeah. In a world of people just doing screen grab bootlegs everywhere, they like really put in some like great design work and make their own original stuff, and I absolutely love it. Um, it was good. It was good. But I was talking I, to them, and they they keep mentioning this movie, The Green Knight, that's coming out. Yes, I guess yeah. that's supposed to be. A I'm huge excited deal. about that. Another as well, one. I don't yep. know. I don't know anything about it other than the title, but I'm excited because I trust that they have good opinions on stuff. Yep. You know. No, I saw the trailer. Uh, I think back when I right after Midsummer came out, and then uh, I was I was just as excited for that. I was like, oh, yeah, that looks like it's going to be good. Yeah. All about it. The folklore. So, I don't know what else is coming coming around the bend. Uh, I kind of, I mean, I don't know. I kind of like to be in the dark. I don't want to, because then all things, things will happen where I'll kind of look a little bit too into it. And then I don't want to ruin the movie ahead of time or like even, yeah. even with this one, I tried to stay, other than reading the little excerpt of the plot, I wasn't Jimmy Champagne to... made a video about... Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the, there's like a new one coming, and I, I another uh, one coming. I guess people are like, oh yeah, there is yeah, yeah. I guess yep. people are pissing and moaning about it, but like I haven't cared about that series since like the 2003 remake, and I know okay. they've done like three or four since then, and yeah. I think I've seen one or two of them, and they're just like bad, and I just don't care. I'm not like offended. I think the first movie is a phenomenal film, and I think the remake was really cool. Um, mm. So I'm ready to see something else. You know, I, I'm interested in seeing what they'll do, I and think... I know that. Sally Hardesty is supposed to be like the one of the main characters in this. Oh, awesome! Which is cool. Like, how? What the hell are they going to do with that? But I guess uh, Marilyn Burns is like died in 2014, so someone else is going to be playing her. But it's still the same character, which is cool. Is it? Is it called? <laughs> what's it called? Is it also just called like Leatherface or something? Or I think it's just called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
Oh, okay. Which is like, I don't know why people keep doing that. Like, I mean, I get that it's like, you know, the title and the property has hype. So it's like, why not call it that? Like, Child's Play was the same idea. But okay. I'm excited about that, too, to see what they do. The, is, it, the is it supposed to be coming out this year? The, uh, the no 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 Texas Chainsaw Massacre no this that's I, I don't I'm know I'm not sure now, honestly well. that's one thing that I haven't been following like at all I just like again I hear blips about it and like you, like kind of like you said I'd like to know as little about it as possible yeah which they haven't really showed anything about it as possible like there's a it, script floating around for Halloween Kills already and I'm like I don't know. oh nice ah. if it'd be different if it was like a novel I would read that and then but I don't want to read the exact script and then go see it I'd rather just see it you know oh you know what looking at this right now. I remember this uh this image yeah this is a te- the little the teaser image that's like his face kind of like it looks almost like a stone or not stone but like looks like a slipknot shirt <laughs> <laughs> the fucking poster for the movie looks like a slipknot shirt yeah the, I kind of like it though it kind of looks cool I wonder I mean I don't know what they it's not it doesn't look very leathery faced but uh... faced looking it up right now <laughs> I just remember what it looks like uh it was like Iowa colors or maybe volume three what is it is it twenty twenty one 2021 is when it's coming out. It says, I don't know, it's what I'm seeing here. Just this quick Google search. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, that is pretty cool. That looks, look when nice. I looked at it today, I looked at it today on like my phone outside on my porch. So it was like lit outside sure. and I couldn't see it. It looks fucking cool, man. Yeah. I mean, if that's nice all I get to go on it, I'm I'm cool with that. I'll check. I mean, I'm going to check it regardless. I mean, yeah. I checked the fucking the Black Christmas remake for the second time and <laughs> I kind of knew it was going to be garbage. That. and Yeah. It overall was kind of garbage, but there were still definitely. I I went into that thinking it was going to be absolute garbage, and I went out of it like liking more than I hated, but it was still pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, there's like a wider version of that art, and it almost looks like it's like Stephen Gamble influenced. Ooh, dude. Also, what? No way. Look in the bottom. Look at okay. So pull that up, you, the I, image of Leatherface, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, you, you're looking um, at it. it says, I'm going to try The world witnessed one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history. All that. Uh, no, I'm pulling it up. Hold on a second. Wow. Yes, yeah, I see it right here. Yep. Look below his lip. Is that him? And oh, the little oh, little homage to the original with his chainsaw. That's cool, pulls? right? Yeah, I just yeah. noticed that. That's neat. That's a that's a cool idea. I think it's gonna be cool. I don't know. And oh, and also, in that same look, so look that dude up. I on, hope so. Any of our listeners, look up that dude. He used to he did the first couple episodes uh, of Ghoul Pool with me, but he has his own channel. It's at Jimmy Champagne, and there's no G in his last name. But he did a video today, and he was talking about how uh, the guy working on it. It's like super about doing like uh, his effects in camera, which oh, nice. essentially means like doing as much that you can like during the production instead of like you know post-production like he's more interested in like practical effects and whatever they can accomplish like while filming the movie instead of yeah instead of like afterwards and doing cgi and stuff so that's really fucking cool that's that's kind of what got me excited about it what what a movie dude this guy he's directed two movies it's the texas chainsaw massacre that's company he's doing now and then tejano 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 desperate for money interesting like well, 2018. Yeah, anyways. Anything else you want um, to... Anything to oh, plug? Anything? Make sure this weekend you... <laughs> I, I definitely will. Hmm. Well, I'm dropping a new shirt on Friday. Oh, fuck yeah. On uh, At Black Coffee. 
I'm not gonna say. Oh, have you been teasing about it a little bit? I'll, yeah, I have. Mm, <laughs> for I'm for, for the for one and a half people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> check it out. And uh, now, the half the half listener is that just the top half, or is it like split down the middle and they'll get one ear? I don't know. It's to? so few people listen to this. I feel like I should just like the first person that like mentions to me they listen to this podcast and heard about the shirt coming out if they mention it to me i'll just give them one for free oh that's straight good. up you have to follow it all the way i'm not gonna tell just... i'm not gonna tell anyone either so <laughs> if, if you listen to this and you hear that then fucking message either of know. us let me know and i'll let justin know yeah. Message anybody. Just message somebody. At Nightmare After Party. Nightmare underscore after party, that is. And at yes. Black Coffined. Um, might make an Instagram soon for the podcast. Like, I just want to grow the audience to, like, have more conversations with people. So, like, sure, that could be a cool thing if we make an Instagram and maybe have, you know, if people want to submit questions or, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Would it would be, be nice to hear other people's thoughts on it. Yeah, I, for I sure. Yeah, because I'm like you, an idiot, uh... so and I'm like very selective <laughs> about everything. So I like arguing with people. In there good you faith. go. But uh, yeah, it's gonna do it. Until next time.